Hey guys, it's Rocio Flores. Welcome to the Can I Just Be podcast. Today I want to talk to you guys about anonymity. So I have a social media presence, I guess. Like I have social media pages, right? Like a Facebook and Instagram, YouTube, all of that stuff. I have a website and my website's rocioflores.com. I used my name when I set it up. Now, this isn't my first website. I had tried to make other websites because I kind of, well, I don't know. I always had this like thing where I wanted to be able to put myself out there. I wanted to be able to like share what I was thinking, share what I was doing, or just have some sort of, I guess, voice is the word I'm trying to go for. Like, I didn't necessarily go up feeling like I could just talk. I couldn't just share what I was feeling. I couldn't just share what my experience was. Like, I was really, really scared of anybody knowing anything about me. So, you know, I think that idea of social media, because it started right around the time that I was a teenager, MySpace and all of that came about. And I was seeing how other people were using that as a platform. And they were able to talk about the things they cared about. They were able to share their experiences. And around that same time was like when blogs exploded, you know, and back in the day, everyone was like, oh, I read this on a blog, I read that. And I just thought it was really, really cool that you could be anybody, like anybody. And from that, be able to just say what you needed to say. And we know that a lot of people started their pages with names that weren't their own. So they got to be a character or a topic or just an industry. They got to say, you know, mommyblogger.com or something along the lines of that where they got to be not themselves. And that's not to say that they weren't themselves in their truest essence, like who they actually are as a person, but the focus wasn't on them. The focus was on the topic that they wanted to talk about. And so sometimes I look back and think, damn, I should have done that. Like, how cool would it have been had instead of me just starting like an Instagram page with my name, I had just made a page that was about the things that I like. And I tried to do that actually. I actually tried to make other websites before like I even had an idea of wanting to have a business. Um, even before like I knew what I wanted to do, I, I, was, I never thought of myself as a writer, first and foremost. Definitely did not see myself being in front of a camera, ever. But I did just really want to be able to say what I wanted to say. Like I wanted a place for it. I wanted just to have some means to communicate to the world what I was experiencing. So like, for example, the first website that I actually spent some time on that wasn't just like a picture of my face and like a MySpace style like profile, I um, made rosebrain.com. And what I was wanting to talk about was my experience with mental health. Now at that time, I wasn't diagnosed with anything. So I spent a lot of time thinking like, okay, there's definitely something going on. But I didn't have any means to figure out what that actually was. I didn't know what was normal. And I was around a lot of people that like, you couldn't say anything. Like I have a headache without them being like, oh, are you pregnant? Or it's all in your head. Well, duh, it's my head. And so I remember one of the, I had it set into like four sections. And one of the sections I wanted to call the hypophiles. So basically like a section where I talked about um, just in general symptoms, things that I experienced that I automatically assumed I must be a hypochondriac right like this isn't real like why am I experiencing this and how it's affecting my life like is it real how do I stop 
that was kind of like the process that I wanted to go through. And I was really excited about it. I thought it was a really cool idea. I made it all cutesy, you know, like spent my time making it. It was a fun idea. Had no concept of monetization. I had no concept of like having a business. I had no concept of like newsletters and, and you know, downloadable freebies or sites and advertisement and marketing. I didn't have any of that in mind. I just wanted to share what the heck was going on in my head. And so obviously I didn't keep up with it because, well, I was going through a lot of things in my head. I was struggling with a lot of stuff and it was just like an extra thing to do that I didn't believe had value or that I could share. And I was really, really, really scared of anybody knowing about it. I was really scared of like actually sharing something that was like deep or something that like might give people some sort of entry into my mind. And then I would be judged about it. You know, somebody might see it from work, somebody from school. Like, what if they know I'm experiencing things? What if they know I'm crazy? What if, you know, I had all these what ifs in my mind. So I just didn't keep up with it at all. Fast forward a few years later and I had been done with school and I knew that I couldn't continue going to school. At least I didn't have the means to put myself through college. I didn't have the I didn't have the access to the type of job that would allow me to afford and monetarily afford and time-wise afford to be able to go to school and pay for school and actually get to class and do the homework. So the basically the jobs that I could get that would pay me enough to be able to afford that would not give me the schedule that would allow me the ability to go to the classes I needed to go. At this point, I had taken as many online classes as I could. I only needed a certain amount of credits, but I also am an immigrant and I had no access to loans. I didn't have access to, I didn't have access to the resources that I needed and I didn't even know if I could get licensed in the field that I wanted to go into. And so school ended and I was like, well, what do I do? That's when I came across the concept of like creating your own business and YouTube. So I didn't in any way, shape or form think, oh, I'm gonna become a famous YouTuber, right? And I ain't one. But I didn't know that people got paid to be online, that they could just get paid to like, I, I you know, I didn't spend a lot of time on YouTube and then when I realized, oh my God, like people get paid to do this, what? I thought it was the coolest thing ever because I was seeing these people online who were being themselves and who were sharing themselves with the world and talking about things they care about and they were making money enough to live and just keep being able to do that. On the same time frame, I also saw and started to meet other people who were making money online through other means. Basically, they had their own businesses but they were using social media as the means to, to spread their business. So I thought that was really intriguing. I thought it was really cool. Didn't think it was something I could do, but I really liked the idea of like, the idea that I could do both that, the idea that I could have both those dreams. The dream that I had, that I could just have that platform to have a voice, to be able to talk, to be able to, to, be able to express myself creatively and make cool little pictures and graphics and stuff that I like and talk about things that I like and things that are going on inside my head. Oh, and also have a business, share that business, and eventually be able to make money through that business. I thought it was like 
the coolest thing ever. And I took time to learn about it and I took classes about it and I, you know, I went through the whole process of learning about, I found coaching and I found affiliate marketing and I found all these other things, right? But then I started getting taught how you're supposed to do it, what you're supposed to do. And I kind of just followed the rules. So I followed the rules and the rules said, put your name on your social media profiles, put your name on your website and start sharing everything from your point of view, which is cool, right? Like I like that part, the fact that I was supposed to be me, but it also came with like, what about when my mom sees it or my dad or my friends or my coworkers or anybody else that I know? How am I supposed to do what I'm supposed to do and not be judged and not be criticized and not be just, you know, what do I do? Like that really took me for a spin. I had a really hard time with that. And so I look back and think, I wish I had started out with the idea, with the concept of being anonymous and then maybe chosen in the future to show who I am, but I didn't. So everything I do online is under my name. And so now I have to be like, oh, anything I choose to say is something that somebody might see. It's something that somebody might hear. It's something that people will know about, that my mom can know about, that my parents, my family members, my grandparents, I don't know, anybody could know. And that really puts, for me, it puts a really big like barrier every time that I have to make a decision to share something deeper. But is this a bad thing? This is what I want to talk about because my automatic like, oh, I get that feeling every time I want to talk about something that might be a little bit hard or I choose to go ahead and write something that's on a topic that's difficult or I share something that's a little bit too much information or I share my experience with something and it may not be the most uh, motivating thing in the world. I automatically am like, oh, my stomach, I feel it. I'm like, I wish I could write this anonymously, but still somehow, you know, be able to continue to get the benefit of it. Obviously, it doesn't make sense for me to put out anonymous things into the world and then not have it connect back to my work. So I want to be able to talk about the things I want to talk about, but then right off the bat, I'm like scared of like, what is this going to mean and how is this going to affect my relationships, etc. So there's always like that balance and that's why I'm like man I wish I had started my website under like a pseudonym something that allowed me to connect that character with my work without having to be the person that's being showcased to the world but is that a good thing because by far the most difficult part of the entire last few years from the moment that I started taking that first course on online business to right now, through marketing, through learning about nutrition, through learning about coaching, through talking to people online, to writing and freaking hurting my back typing and hurting my back sitting there clicking on the canvas, trying to make new images and you know being frustrated with my computer and just all those things and dealing with difficult subjects that I talk to with people about that are difficult. By far, the thing that has made this whole process the hardest for me 
has been that fear of judgment because it's all the time. I, and, and it's with new relationships, you know, at the beginning of a relationship, I'm like, what is this person going to think? And it's not people online all the time. It's people in my life because it's a lot easier online to block someone, to get rid of somebody who's giving you a difficult time, to just not engage with somebody that is putting that judgment on you. You don't do that in real life though, at least not simply. But is that a bad thing? Because let's say I was anonymous. Let's say I just didn't share with anybody the fact that I talk about certain issues online or that I do coaching or that I do just, let's just say I was a character online and I was able to run my business and I was a little bit not stopped by that fear and maybe had not taken years to write the first, to make my first video or to make, you know, my first story or to write my first article. Like if I hadn't taken so much time freaking out about how scared I was and had not let that fear stop me and had just not cared because nobody could connect it to me. If I was just out there putting out what I wanted to put out from day one, I may have won a lot more success, but also, well, nobody in my life would have to know and I wouldn't have to share it with them. And so then it wouldn't be a fear. I wouldn't have to be thinking about that. But I also then would not have to confront that. I wouldn't have to think about how it's affecting me and how I'm allowing that to affect me and how my life is being affected by my fear. I may not have to think about my relationships or think about the impact of my words if they have no consequences, if there's nothing behind the veil to punish for the words that are used. And let's just say the truth in our society, a huge issue with social media is not just the fact that people suddenly have no courtesy and suddenly have no sense of relationship, it's that it's online. You can just block anybody. You can unfriend somebody. You can say screw you and call them names and say horrible things because you have a veil in front of you. You have a screen that's keeping you separated from that person. So you can just break a person down by choice and even be proud about it because you did it online. And while being anonymous might sort of give some sort of protection for that because at least you know that they don't know you. So they're not attacking you. There's nothing personal about it. If they're attacking your ideas, they're attacking your actual ideas. You actually have to confront your ideas. Um, if they do personal attacks, you know it has to do more about them than you. But then you don't ever have to confront yourself because, well, why? Nobody knows. Like. There isn't that extra added layer of accountability. Now, I do think that it's really difficult in general just to talk about anything online. Um, somehow, because of that, like the world that we're living in where it's okay to say this, it's okay to say that, it's like the etiquette and the, the societal rules are just different. So I have to be really careful with what I say and sometimes I am just freaking out like my stomach hurts because I really think something matters and because it's what I do people know this is what I do and yet they are still always very surprised but um it's not just judgment on yourself but it's assumptions right 
if somebody's not really paying attention to what I talk about and they only see one little piece, their entire assumption about me as a character is based on that one post. It's based on that one sentence that they don't have to look beyond, which is different than interpersonal communications in person because you can judge people based on one sentence in one moment, but you have to see them again. More often than not, unless they're a complete stranger, you will see that person the next day at work. You'll see that person in class. You will have to engage with your teachers again. You'll have to engage with your parents again. You have to engage with people in your community. Again, it's way harder to block people in real life. That's not to say that that isn't necessary because sometimes you do need to get some people out of your life. But that's a whole other thing. What would happen if we had that same level of accountability online and we actually couldn't be anonymous? Because I mean, technically, I'm sure for people who are incredibly good at technology, nobody's anonymous. Technically, you know, anybody can be found and found out, especially if somebody is saying things that are incredibly horrible and society really wants to go out after them. Um, in those cases, which are way more extreme, there's a whole other set of questions to ask. But what about just in general, when we're talking about life? Like, why is it so freaking hard for people to be nice online? And why is it such a big deal if people choose to live online? At this point, it's pretty inevitable that our world exists partly online. Like just because something happens on Facebook doesn't mean that it doesn't happen in person. And we can't always just say, oh, well, that's just how I am on Facebook. That's not how I am in person. Because obviously you, have to, you do have to confront that assumption of, well, you posted this, so this must mean this. And there has to be a conversation with people who you really do want to have in your life about who you are, what you really stand for, what you really meant. And it's not about justifying yourself, it's about having a relationship with people. Because in relationships, we have to talk about these things. We have to actually, we don't just get to dismiss part of what somebody says because it was said in the kitchen and not in the living room, right? So same with online, whether you like Facebook or not, it doesn't matter. It's still an extra room in our life to stand in and speak. Most of the time when I feel like hiding online, it's not because I don't stand by what I'm saying. It's not because I haven't thought about what I'm saying and so I'm afraid of the consequences. It's usually not even because I think I'm saying anything bad. It's totally 100% because I know how some people might react and their online presence or their reaction to other people's online presence has been so strong that there's real fear of how that will be affected. That isn't the same as real life because people say horrible things all the time. I hear it all the time. And yet I don't really see people being confronted for those things in person all the time, the way they are online. So when it's not equal and we never know, is somebody being nice to me right now and smiling at me because Right now, in this moment, the societal etiquette, the rules of how we're supposed to engage, say that you have to be a certain way with me, or 
because you genuinely want to smile at me and you like me and you want to have a relationship with me. Versus online, all that decorum's out, right? If somebody likes you, they can engage with you and if they don't like you, they don't have to engage with you. Is the issue with the online world and all of this loss of etiquette and loss of courtesy and kindness and political correctness and civility, an issue of, oh, it's online and social media is the problem, Facebook's the problem, or is it that we just won't take accountability for our own actions in that world? That we want to be rude, we want to be jerks, we want to be assholes, we want to assert our views, and we want to make sure that we don't let other people assert their views. And we want to just continue to be able to blame it on social media and blame it on people being online and the internets and the interwebs. As long as the issue is always something else, we don't have to look at ourselves and what we need to do to make things better. I don't always want to post my posts publicly. I don't always want to share my point of view. I don't always want to allow comments. I often will share things and I very specifically state, do not comment on this unless you have read the entire thing. Because, well, it comes back to me. It's associated with me and I know that there's an effect. I know that people are judging me. They're making assumptions about me. And I have to actually really care about what I'm saying. I have to genuinely believe in what I'm talking about. I have to look up what I'm gonna share. I have to put a lot of thought into it. And it comes with those consequences that if I did talk about it and I did share it and I did do it, that is me. Whether I want to be seen a certain way or not or whether it affects me or my relationships in a certain way or not, that's just the consequences of being me. I have to deal with those consequences whether I say something online or I say it in my living room or I say it publicly. And in a way that's been better for me because I started all of this before I was ever diagnosed with any mental health issues. Um, I did it back when I had really a lot of different life changes that I still needed to go through and I'm kind of showing my growth throughout that process and because I have to talk about it because I know it's part of like my business to share my business online I have to actually care about that process I can't just say oh well that's just how I am or things are just the way they are or have arguments and problems and have all these issues with people and not care because you know if I'm not who I am and I'm not sharing who I am I'd have to share somebody I'm not and so I have to be really careful about who I become because that's who I'm showing to the world. And I think it's been a good thing overall. Not easy. Actually really, really annoying and really hard. And not always for my benefit. <laughs> Sometimes it's really sucked. And I've had to explain myself to people that made me realize that they weren't who I thought they were that I had made assumptions about their goodness, kindness, understandingness. I've had to 
really question whether what I believe is worth talking about or worth being silenced about. And that's not something I would have to question if my words weren't attached to my face. So it would have been nice that I had thought about being anonymous online first, because I think it would have been easier. I may even have more success. I may have been way more open, and by this point, who knows how much I could be able to do because I would have been just so open about talking. But I think it's okay, because now I'm just, I've gone through a lot of years of learning new things and having to really question my existence and what I know and making sure that I make myself really sure about what I know. And now it's just a matter of getting more comfortable sharing it. So for example, sharing it on this podcast is a pretty big deal to me because this isn't something I thought I would ever do. And now I'm doing it and I get to continue doing it and putting it out in the world. And if nobody ever hears it, oh well. But if people hear it and then I get to connect with those people and I get that voice that I've always wanted to have. And I think that's worth putting myself at that risk of judgment. So yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about today. Thank you so much for listening. If you are somebody who wants to have a voice and you want to figure out how to just put yourself out there, just start doing it. And I honestly, I probably do recommend you starting out anonymous if you really don't feel like you can. Go ahead and do that. You can always just review your name later on or go ahead and just start sharing your journey from this moment on. I don't think you have to monetize it. I don't think that you have to have some sort of business or a specific reason why you're online to just be yourself and find a way to be yourself in this world. Because if you don't have a voice in your life, if you don't have a room to stand in front of in your actual life, the internet is literally a place where anybody can. So hopefully that can start up, you know, the next conversation for yourself. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like this, go ahead and share it. And yeah, thank you. I still don't have an outro for this uh, podcast. I don't want to have something set in place until I feel more comfortable with what I'm talking about on here and it's more of a habit. So yeah, share it if you want to share it. If you are somebody who is kind of trying to figure out how to be themselves, I have a link below in the description that talks about my Facebook group where I'm basically doing the same thing I'm doing here, but it's a place where anybody can. That's what I want it to be. I want it to be a place where we can all kind of just test our boundaries and test our limits and our abilities about who we are and how we are ourselves. So make sure you go check that out and I'll, you know, talk to y'all later. Peace out. Bye.